0: What's going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring down game three of the NBA Finals. We have Suns, we have Bucks. It is currently 2 0 Phoenix, so hoping uh, for me personally, the Bucks can bring this back and make a competitive series. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. NFL creeping up on us, guys. Preseason coming soon regular season what like a a little over a month away so super super excited for nfl to be coming back very soon if you guys uh, are unable to watch these youtube videos i also upload an apple podcast link down below it's called the dk dfs show and if you could leave a five star rating and review that would help me out a ton if you're interested in signing up for premium content i offer two different packages at the moment an esports package that includes call of duty and csgo as well as an nba package now if you sign up for the nba package you will get those PGA data uh, sheets for free for, for golfers every single week. And then I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So, if this is your first time watching my videos or you are not familiar with Prize Picks, two different ways you can play for NBA. Number one is just straight up, you take over under on fancy points. So, they will post players and their projected fancy scores. And again, you either take the over or the under. Pretty simple. Also, single stats. So, you can take uh, over, under, on straight straight up points, straight up assist, rebounds. Three-pointers made. They also added a new one here, free throws made. Um, so, yeah, a lot of different ways you can play. As far as uh, last game, went pretty well. Over on Giannis, that hit easily. Over on Pat Connaughton, that uh, went over as well. I think Brooke Lopez might have went over that score, too. He kind of got bailed out with, I think he had like two or three blocks and two steals or something like that, but um, I think that one was close. As far as this board, there's not a lot that stands out to me. I think this all these seem pretty close to right just scrolling down here. Um, you know, Bobby Portis did barely play last game, so he's projected for ten and a half fancy points. Again, I think the Bucks' best chance is going small, so maybe there's a chance he gets a DNP here. We saw him get DNPs uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. But yeah, there's there's not much here. Um eight and a forty and a half. Maybe a small lean to the under there, Um, but yeah, I think these are all pretty accurate. But if you guys want to try it out, I mean, sign up, use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below, you'll get 100% match up to $100. So basically you deposit $100, you use my code, you get a free $100 to play with, or $200 total. And finally, I wanna thank you guys for all of your support on these videos, as well as the live streams. If you do enjoy this content, if you could hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when to upload videos, and you know when I go live, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Maybe bringing on another special guest as well, so be on the lookout for that. And let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video, guys. Every single like helps me out uh, a lot, allows more viewers to uh, watch these videos. All right, so before we talk about players and their prices for the show on the slate uh, for Game 3, we can quickly look back on up here from Game 2. So Game 2 went pretty well. Again, I haven't been playing crazy in the show Slates, just been playing the big tournaments, really. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Drew Holiday, Game 1 was about 70% owned. Uh, right, nothing changed, other than he had a bad game, this game, 49% owned, so ownership dropped about 20% after the bad game, bounced back nicely, I mentioned that, hey, he wasn't aggressive enough, I, th- I thought he'd be more aggressive, he was, even though he wasn't efficient, he was a lot more aggressive, and I played him in the captain spot, hinted I was going to do that, Giannis to a combo. and there's a lot of people telling me he was an easy fade in the YouTube chat, well, How did that work out for you guys? (laughs) No. uh, Yeah, Giannis went absolutely crazy, especially in that third quarter. I mean, he was just killing... I think he had 20 20 real-life points in the third quarter. Uh, Then he used Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Both were solid. uh, 40 and 41 for both of them. Pat Constance was pretty low-owned. I was a little bit surprised about that because mentioned again the buck's best chances to go small he got extra minutes i think he played 34 minutes that last game he went for 25 fancy points Bryn forbes thought he played a little bit more i think he only played five or six minutes which was a little bit disappointing but again he allowed me to get those four stars in with uh i thought a pretty safe value playing in a guy like pat content so that is it for the look back guys hope you had a good night i know we had a lot of big winners again so let's see if we can just keep it rolling for game three Okay, so game three again, Suns, Bucks, 222 over under. The Bucks are now four-point favorite coming back home. So we'll start off with the Phoenix side. Booker, Paul, eight and at the top. Booker now at 10-6. Paul at 9-8. Eight, DeAndre 8 at 9K. So with uh the 800 dollars difference with Booker and Chris Paul, I think for me it's a small lean to Chris Paul. Um again, it's the peripheral stats, right? He'll get probably close to double-digit assists. He's had nine and eight assists last couple games. He played 41 minutes, too. That was really good to see. Uh, You know, previously in playoffs, he was hovering in the mid to high 30s, but he cracked 40 minutes out last game. So, um, yeah, like Chris Paul, um, just because the floor of the peripheral stats when he has a decent shooting game, he can have a a really high ceiling. We saw it three games ago, went for 67 fancy points. So I think a small lean for me to Paul over Booker. And it seems like the last couple games, it's always Devin Booker starts off hot, kind of cools off. Chris Paul starts off cold and then really comes on strong. That's how it's been at least the last couple games. So yeah, Devin Booker, 10 6, definitely in play too. Played 44 minutes last game, had a nice game, went for 48 faints points. Did have six assists and five boards. That is good to see. I like both. I definitely think you could play both together if you want to. Um, I would say Booker probably has a little bit more upside than Chris Paul, but yeah, Chris Paul a little bit cheaper. So got to make some tough calls there. But I think again, small lean for me to Paul over Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayton at 9K. Um, had a solid game. Did get a little bit bailed out with three steals, two blocks. One uh, for 10 points, 11 boards, four assists. Didn't have his best game. Did play 42 minutes, though. Again, we have no Dario Sarch. Also, Torrey Craig went down. So, we'll see if he's available. If he's out, maybe that means a couple extra minutes for a guy like DeAndre Ayton. Or just more minutes for guys like Crowder and uh, Mikel Bridges, who both had really good games. We'll get to in a sec. But yeah, DeAndre Ayton at 9K, I think is fine. Again, the minutes are going to be... Sp- around 40. Uh, should get close to double-double. Maybe a little bit over-owned, but I have no issue with him at that price. All right, Bridges and Crowder. So, uh, both kind of had ceiling games, especially Mikel Bridges. Played 38 minutes over 40 feints points. Now, again, there was no Darius Arch, so uh, Kaminsky played like 30 seconds, and Torrey Craig also went down. So, that's why Mikel Bridges played close to 40 minutes. Now, will he play 38 minutes again? Maybe not. Maybe it goes back to 33, 34 minutes. Um, did, again, have a great game for 40 fans points. Knocked down a ton of shots, went for 27 fans points. Again, he does have ceiling. Like, he can go for 40 fans points. It's just rare. I said it's like, you know, one or every two games love that. that uh, out of 10, that big game. We saw it last game. Uh, price went up $400. I think ownership's going to go up. Not saying he's completely out of play, but... Uh, I think I'll probably pass on a guy like Mikel Bridges. Now, Jay Crowder, a little bit more playable for me. He is $1,200 cheaper, has a similar role. Right, Both these guys are the number four and number five in offense, but both can knock down threes. Crowder shot four of eight last game, went for 33 fans points. Obviously, he's a good defender. They'll use him on Giannis at times. Um... You know, price point, I don't love, but uh, again, the Suns have shown that they want to go small too, and Eighten is off the court. Like, they don't really want to play Frank Kaminsky minutes, which means that's more minutes for Crowder and Mikkel Bridges. So, we saw 37 minutes out of Jay Crowder. I think we'd probably get around 35 from him in this game. Fair play. Um, but yeah, I, I do prefer a slight preference to Crowder over Bridges for the discount there with those two wings. I don't think both these wings again, are going to have kind of ceiling games. So I don't know if I would play both together. Um, again, small lean for me to crowd or over Bridges. All right, so campaign, the minutes actually went down on him, right? The minutes went up on Chris Paul. We only got 10 Mets from campaign. We kind of saw both teams really uh, condense their rotations. So uh, he played 17 Mets game one, only 10 game two. If he's only going to play 10 minutes, then he's overpriced here at 4.8. I'm not sure why the price went up from 3.8k to 4.8k when his minutes went down and he only had 10 fancy points. So it's it's really hard for me to get to campaign this price. Now, is there a way that he's in the winning lineup? It's possible. I do think he probably has to go back to those closest 17 minutes we saw in game one. If he only plays 10 minutes, I have a really hard time seeing him being in the winning lineup. So right now, nothing more than a contrarian dart throw there at, at 4.8k. Cam Johnson, so he is very underpriced game one at 2.8k. Um, he was very overpriced game two at 6k. Now at 4.6, this seems about right. Maybe still a little bit overpriced. Again, his role. 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. Can knock down some shots. Um I'm kind of just alright with it. I don't love the play, but I think he's 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 in play for sure. For me, maybe a small lean to those Bucks guys, I think play a little bit more, right? With, you know, we'll get to Tucker and Conanton, but I think Cam Cam uh Johnson's still in the mix, and I would prefer him to campaign because so I think he plays more Mets. Now uh now we get to the really cheap guys, and this is where it gets interesting, right? So Sarch obviously out. Tory Craig injured. We'll see if he's available. Right now he's day to day. Um if we get news that Torrey Craig is available to play, I actually kind of like him here at 1k. He only played eight minutes last game, but he was on pace for more. I think we, pro- if he's available, we probably get about fifteen minutes from Torrey Craig off the bench, if he is at the one K minimum. I like him here. He's shown some upside games uh, in limited minutes, so keep an eye on that. If Torrey Craig plays, I like him off the bench at one K, if there's no limitations. Now. Kaminsky was decently popular, right? And I told you guys I was a little bit worried with both teams going small. Like, I don't think Kaminsky plays a ton. He actually only played one minute. I think it was actually a little bit less than that. And then we saw the minutes go down for, for Bobby Portis as well. Um, now, if Torrey Craig is out, could that mean that Kaminsky gets a couple rotations here? Possible, possible. But uh, my guess would still be they go a little bit more small. And maybe if Craig is out, then Abdul Nader is the guy who uh, played one minute. I think that was just in garbage time last game. So, yeah, monitor that. Um, I think, again, if there's no Craig, it's either going to be Kaminsky or Abdul Nader that get in the rotation. Now, Kaminsky is the better point for a guy of the two, but I think the Suns want to go small when Aiden is off the court, so um, it might be Nader that gets those minutes, and he would become an interesting contrarian value play there at also the flat min price. But, yeah, with Kaminsky, right, if I knew he was going to play 10 minutes tomorrow... I would play him at this price because he's a good point-per-minute guy, a good offensive player, um, but I'm just not confident the minutes are going to be there for him. And that's it. I don't think anyone else cracks the rotation here for Phoenix, so the only thing we had to uh, keep an eye on here is Torrey Craig. Again, if he plays like him, if he misses, it's either going to be Kaminsky or Abel Nader that'll possibly get some minutes. But I do think if Craig is out, that's probably a couple extra minutes for guys like Bridges and a couple extra minutes for a guy like Jay Crowder. Let's move on to Milwaukee. Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday at the top. Once again, I have a hard time getting away from Giannis. I to the combo. Uh, went for 71 fancy points. I mean, he absolutely smashed in that third quarter. He's got to be aggressive like he was in that third quarter uh, for, for the entire game. Um, I do think the, bounce, the the Bucks bounced back here. He played 40 minutes. He looks close to 100%. He does. Um, now, he's, he went down a couple of times, kind of grabbed that knee a little bit, but really uh, didn't limp much, so... Um, Again, Giannis, superhuman. Uh, I think he plays close to 40 minutes again here. Great point-per-minute guy. Um, Really like him. He's going to be super popular, as he should be. As he should be. All right, now Middleton and Drew Holiday. So, um, yeah, again, Drew Holiday had the bad game last game. I mentioned, hey, the ownership's going to drop on him. He was like 70% game one, dropped to under 50%, bounced back. Even though he had a bad shooting game, he was much more aggressive on the offensive end. Uh, Chris Middleton went from uh, having a good a solid game, game one, to a really bad game two. So what what's going to happen here now? Right, Drew Holiday is probably going to be a little more popular than Chris Middleton. Now for me, I now prefer Middleton, right? Because he's going to be, I think, a little bit lower owned. He's more expensive. And he had a bad game last game. I think he's going to come out more aggressive. I think he has to come out more aggressive here if the Bucs want to win. And we've seen upside games from Middleton, even with Giannis in the lineup. So 9.6K for Middleton, 8.8K for Holiday. I think optimal build-wise, it's really close, but taking ownership of consideration, I do think Middleton is going to be a little bit lower-owned than Drew Holiday. And really, as I always say with these two guys, they're super frustrating rosters. They're very up and down. Both have shown an upside. Both have shown a pretty low floor. So when it comes down to these two guys, if you're going to make me pick, I'm always going to lean towards whoever's lower-owned. Now, it's not going to work out every time where I go to the lower-owned guy and they they do better, right? It has the first two games. It's not going to always go that way. But, yeah, I think Middleton will be a little bit lower-owned after that that really bad game last game than Drew Holiday. So, for me, small lean to Middleton or Drew Holiday. But, again, close, and both have shown that upside with an also pretty low floor. Now, could you play both Middleton and Drew Holiday together? Yeah, you can. Um, you know, if the Bucks. It, there's a chance maybe the Bucks come out really hot and just blow out the Suns. Possible, right? They're four-point favorites here, so you could stack the Bucks and kind of just hope for that blowout. Uh, we've seen weirder things, so that is definitely uh, will make your lineup different, right? If you play all three of these Milwaukee stars together, you're going to have a different lineup than most people in that big tournament. All right, so let's scroll down now to uh, the mid-range guys here for the Bucks. So Brooke Lopez at six point six k played 28 minutes. I mean, I think we're going to get around mid-20s minutes from him. Just kind of there, right? Fine as a filler play. Don't love him. Uh, he's not going to be in the closing line at most likely because of his defense. Again, playable. I'm probably not going to do it, but he's not completely out of play. Now, Bobby Ports at 5-2. Again, I don't really know what DraftKings is thinking with his price, right? Why did he jump $2,000 when he played five minutes last game? Why did Campaign jump $1,000 when he played 10 minutes last game? So, not sure what's going on here, but I just have a hard time playing Bobby Portis. Now, is it possible that he goes back to 15 minutes and has a really good game? Sure, but you would need a lot of re- a good, a lot of luck to go your way for Bobby Portis to be in the winning lineup. Even though I love Bobby Portis, I just have a hard time playing him here at this price after what we saw last game, only five minutes. Tucker Content mentioned these are two of my favorite Valley players last night. Once again, I like them both, right? They're not sexy plays, you're not going to feel amazing about playing either of them, right? Tucker only had 14 fancy points in 35 minutes, but the thing is the minutes, right? And they want to go small. Most likely, these two are going to be in the closing lineup with the big three from Milwaukee. So, um, yeah, Tucker, I think, is a pretty safe play at that price. Minutes will be there. Obviously, he still has a somewhat low floor, but, you know, he's cheap and should play over 30 minutes, and same thing with Pat Connaughton. He was low-owned last night. I don't think he's going to be low-owned again with that nice game, 25 fancy points, did play 34 minutes. I think he gets 30 plus minutes again because the Bucks' best chance to win is to go small with Giannis at the five. So both Tucker and Content, I think, are safe value plays that should play big minutes. I like them both. I definitely think you could play both together if you want to. Got to mention a couple other guys here. So Bryn Forbes um, went from 12 minutes game one to only six minutes game two. Uh, that is concerning. You know, if he's only going to play six minutes again, then I don't have a ton of addition Forbes. Now, if he goes back to the 12 to 14 minutes, then he's more in play. Also, again, though, the price jumped from 1800 to 2600 So a little bit more difficult now to get to a guy like Brendan Forbes, which I think makes him a, a contrarian value play. Now, is it possible that he comes off the bench again and knocks down a few threes and maybe they extend him a little bit? Yes. That's, I always say that with Brent Forbes. We haven't seen it yet, but it that's in the realm of possibilities, right? If he comes out, knocks down a couple threes, they could, could play a couple extra minutes. All right, and then uh, Jeff Teague surprisingly played more than Bryn Forbes. He played 12 minutes. No, he didn't do much, only had four points, four fancy points. But um, I think right now I would give a small lean to Teague over Bryn Forbes based on what we saw last game. He's also a little bit cheaper. So, yeah, played double the minutes is cheaper. I think I would give that to Jeff Teague over Bryn Forbes if we're talking about these super dart throws here for, for the Bucks. And that's really it, right? None of these guys are, are going to play unless this game turns into a massive blowout. So, that is going to do it for the video today, guys. If you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate if you to like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't know I upload videos and you know when I'm live. Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great day, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.